Finding outstanding leadership in our youth is like finding a rare gem. Today's guest began her leadership roles in kindergarten when she became a Girl Scout. You'll get to hear about the hours of community service she's done in her last 12 years, things like collecting over a thousand pounds of peanut butter and jelly for the food bank, becoming president of several clubs, and spurring on various impactful projects, as well as work at the Sea Turtle Conservancy in Panama. Let's listen to her inspiring share. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Women of the Northwest, where I interview ordinary women and girls living extraordinary lives. I'm your host, Jan Johnson. Today, I'm interviewing Ella Zilli. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Nice to have you be a part of this interview process and just to share the things that you've done. You are a senior this year, correct? Yes. Have you always lived in Astoria? Yes. Oh, so you've grown up here and just know people and gone through schools and everything. Yeah. Okay. You've done a lot of leadership things. Have you started that when you were in grade school or when did you start doing thinking about doing leadership or any kind of things that, you know, you felt like you could take a step in? Um, Probably when I got more serious about Girl Scouts. Mm. Um, that was the first thing I'd say that gave me real leadership opportunities. How old were you when you started Girl Scouts? Five or six. I was in first grade. Oh, okay. Um, but uh-huh. I think I got serious about it and more aware of what it was when I was, you know, fifth or sixth grade around middle school time. So you stuck it out for a while. Yeah, I'm still enrolled. Still <laughs> so, enrolled. That yeah. is amazing. I have two friends who are, as even as adults, still get together mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with their Girl Scout friends and they're like in their 50s and 60s. Yeah. <laughs> Lifelong friends. What, what was your favorite things about Girl Scouts? Um, I went to a lot of camps over the years. The most recent one I went to, I think, was my freshman year, and it was actually an outdoor leadership program, and it was, I think, like 10 or 11 days, Mm. and they taught us different leadership skills, and we got to be like sort of almost like counselors in training, and we did um, stuff with the younger girls that were there, Mm -hmm. and that was down at Camp Cleowox in Florence, Oregon. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And like how many Girl Scouts are there still like of your age? Well, my troop currently has three people. Okay. Um, but it's going to disband because one of them just graduated. And so you have to have three people to have a troop and we're oh. going to have two. Oh. Um, but I believe the other girl who is still in it and I are going to just be Juliet's what mm-hmm. they call it this mm-hmm. year where you're still registered as a Girl Scout, but not in a troop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and have you um, taught younger troops? Oh yeah. 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 And a variety yeah. of things. Um, we've done lots of Yes, assistance with like the cookie rally over time mm-hmm. and then different um, cookie sales. We've like partnered with younger girls um, working at store booths and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you've done a few fundraisers in your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> what other kind of things has that led you to like in other clubs? Um, well, now I'm in Key Club mm-hmm. um, and I'm the president this year of the Astoria High School Key Club. Okay. And I've been doing that since my freshman year. I was the secretary last year. Um, but we are working towards coming up with a fundraiser currently, something that will benefit the food bank. We're just getting dates sorted out. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year we did a 50 50 raffle at a softball game. Yeah. And we donated the money to the food bank and our winner actually donated the money back so we donated <laughs> so all the money good. to the food bank um, so yeah. we're looking into doing something like that again 
What motivates you to want to keep doing that? Things like that. Um, I don't know. That's kind of a hard question. It's just something that I've always done. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it's important to get involved. And I've just always been part of it since I was younger. It's sort of like how I grew up. Yeah. And do your parents do fundraising and stuff? Yeah. My mom um, is part of the ESA in uh -huh. Nacelle, okay. which is like a volunteer service organization. Um, and then she was my Girl Scout troop leader for a long time. Mm -hmm. So I definitely grew up with that um, in my life. And uh -huh. now, now I definitely take it on on my own, but it's something I just like doing. I think it's fun. Well, <laughs> it's, I don't you think too, that it's just rewarding to mm -hmm. see that what you, the effort that you've put into something helps yeah. your community and different mm -hmm. ways. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You're actually making a difference. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like that. Well, when you were younger, you did something with peanut butter. What was that story? Yeah. Um, <laughs> in the eighth grade for my Girl Scouts Silver Award, I did a peanut butter and jelly drive. And so for the Silver Award, it has to be a 50-hour oh, service project. That's huge. Yeah, it was intense. Um, and I remember I did it during spring of my eighth grade year, and I was doing track at the time, and I just remember it being very hectic. Um, but I worked with eight schools in Astoria and Tillamook counties, and to do like school food drives and I had like flyers and stuff to send home. And then I collected, I had a student at each school that I knew collect okay. everything for me and their parent sort of helped me get it all together. Um, so it definitely took a lot of people, but how old um, were you then? 13, 13. Yeah. How did you find the connection people at the different schools? Um, they were mostly Girl Scouts. Oh, I see. Okay. And Girl Scout troop leaders right. that um, either I knew or my mom knew, uh -huh. the, the grownups. Um, and yeah, we ended up also doing some daytime food drives at Safeways mm -hmm. in Tillamook and here. And I worked a few. And then I also had some girls in a different troop who wanted uh -huh. to um, help out do some food drives at, I think, the Seaside Safeway. And I ended up donating over a thousand pounds of peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> that is a lot of peanut butter bank. and jelly. <laughs> yeah, I remember we took it in the back of our pickup truck, like to the, <laughs> to the food bank, and it was barely fit. So. <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow, that is impressive. That is impressive. And then as a thirteen-year-old, that's just yeah. To yeah. make you do. There's um, we have a bunch of sponsored kids that are in mm -hmm. Central America and whatever. But we've gone down to visit them a number of times. And one of the girls that was on the trip was an 11-year-old. Mm. And she decided one of the things that they do is they help moms start small businesses. And one of these groups of mothers wanted to um, start a chocolate business and they needed to grind the chocolate. They have these little, it's kind of like a three-inch disc that they do for cocoa and mm -hmm. whatever for celebrations. But they had to get up like at three in the morning, go to the next town and do use their grinder and all this kind of stuff. So this girl decided that she was going to raise enough money for them to have a grinder. Wow. And <laughs> so she went back and she contacted all of her friends for her birthdays and Christmas and whatever and said, hey, I just want you to donate to this thing. And then she got her whole middle school all involved in collecting money and whatever to do this. And she ended up have enough money to go back down there and buy their machine for them. That's amazing. And then this group of mothers were so successful with it that they needed a building. So she decided, oh, I'm going to make the building. 
I going to make the building happen? And so she did kind of the same thing, you know, fundraising and whatever like that, and built uh, the year that I was there with her. Um, they were doing the ribbon cutting on it. It was a cinder block building, mm-hmm. and it was like $5,000. But Wow. <laughs> but it was impressive. It was that yeah. kind of a, yeah, yeah. It's just neat because you don't have to be, you don't have to be an adult to make an impact. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. I definitely needed some adult help when I was doing it, but well, sure. I mean, when she had, you know, she had help as well. But it's just, um, she started making. Oh, I know what it was. She was making uh, pumpkin bread okay. and lots and lots of pumpkin bread to sell to yeah. everybody, <laughs> and did that. But yeah, you don't have to have, you know, be a certain age to be able to nope. to make an effect on things. So tell me about what sports you're involved in. I run cross country, and then I run distance events. In track and field as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Running is what you do? Yes, you yeah. Do. Yeah. Yeah. I've tried other sports. Um, I did ballet for a short time and I did swim for one season <laughs> uh, my freshman year. Tried it. Yeah, I tried it. <laughs> did it with some friends. But um, yeah, I've been running since sixth grade. So what are you going to do next year? What's your plan? Um, college. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm currently applying to quite a few schools mm-hmm. and I haven't exactly narrowed it down it takes yeah. a while to narrow things down yeah and, uh, yeah to that what what do you uh, have in mind that you'd like to major in exercise science or kinesiology something mm. along those lines i want to be a physical therapist oh okay. long-term goal yeah. yeah 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 so you're starting with that that's awesome yeah how about when you did with key club and you went to the district convention what was that like Oh, that was last spring. Um, it was just, it was basically a leadership convention. Yeah. Um, for Seems we got a path going here. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was, any key club member could attend, but it was a lot of like club officers. Mm-hmm. And I went with our past president last year, mm-hmm. um, Delphine Faji, and I was the secretary at the time. And it was just the two of us. We were the only two who wanted to go. Um, So it was very small. And we went with our advisor, Miss Turner. And we had a great time. It was two days, I think, three days maybe, two nights. We stayed there for two nights in Portland. Um, And they had lots of different workshops Mm -hmm. about different, like, things that could be beneficial to you Mm -hmm. or things that could be for your community. And so I went to ones that were very different from each other. I went to one about like how to write good college essays. Um, <laughs> that was probably good. <laughs> yes, it was. And then I went to another one, which I'm sort of trying to take into Key Club this year, which was about helping to end food scarcity. And that was our district service project last year. Mm-hmm. And it is our district service project again this mm-hmm. year because it's just so important. Right. So after going to that workshop, I was very, you know, inspired to try and get our club involved in some volunteering related to the food bank. Mm-hmm. And last year we did a supply drive mm-hmm. um, and donated it to Clatsop Community Action. Oh, yeah. Um, for homeless people, we made like little care kits. Uh-huh. And we actually ended up making quite a few. Yeah. And it took a while to pack them all. Um, <laughs> and then we did the 50-50 raffle, but... This year, we're hoping to do another, like, 50-50 raffle to donate some money to the food bank. But How many members are in your key club? Um, well, we've only had two meetings this year. Oh, okay. Today was yeah. actually our second meeting. That's right. It's still September. <laughs> yeah. Today was our second meeting. Um, we had about 20 last time, and I'd say maybe, like, 15 come today, which Sounds is good. pretty good because last year, we had a really large number show up at the beginning of the year mm-hmm. we had about and 30 probably drifted off mm-hmm. yeah we ended the year with six. Oh yeah so it, yeah. we got hit kind of hard there but um yeah. this year 
I am hoping that we will have more people stick around, but yeah, it's looking promising so far, and we have lots of good ideas. Yeah, members and yeah. yeah. What do you think? Uh, what are the are good qualifications or 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 things that people need to be a good leader? Um, just motivation, I guess. <laughs> like, I feel like anyone can do it. Anyone can help yeah. or make a difference if you want to. Yeah, you just have to want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think. Uh, um, from doing the, all the interviews that I've done here, mm-hmm. I think the thing that happens for people to be like, just that step out with a little bit more is that they take a step mm-hmm. to do something. It's like, I have people say, well, how do you do all that stuff? Or how do you, you know, it's like, I don't know. I just get an idea and I do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just start. You just start one step at a time. <laughs> you just start. And then you start thinking, well, what would it take to do that? And how do I, what do I need to organize to mm-hmm. do that? And then I try and find a buddy. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's going to be on the same page as maybe yep. helps you do that. <laughs> yeah. Because otherwise, then things don't get done, you know, yeah. or there's so much, uh, so much good that could have been done that isn't because people aren't thinking about outside of their <laughs> yeah definitely their realm it's very easy to get distracted especially this year like there's a lot going on with colleges and whatnot. oh yeah yeah um but that's why i'm kind of glad i have q club because mm-hmm. it gives me an outlet to really have a designated time period every week to focus mm-hmm. on like community service and mm-hmm. different projects we want to do right that's neat good because because i think what you've done since you were a young child really mm-hmm. you know yeah. once you've done that it's just a habit of doing things for other and you you look at things and see the possibilities all that's a kind of adult you're going to be <laughs> i hope so <laughs> and if you end up with kids and that will be what you train your kids to do <laughs> because that's who you are you know it'll spread out other people that are year around tell me about you're working for the oban society tell me about that um, so I am an office assistant mm-hmm. for the Oban Society, and they are a nonprofit organization that connects um, artifacts and items that were taken by American soldiers from Japanese soldiers in World War II hmm. back to the families in Japan. So um, they get donations um, of different items mm-hmm. that were usually passed down a few generations, and somebody's you know grandkid wants to give it back. Um, and they do all the connection between they find the family in Japan and then they send it back. And a lot of times it's flags that Japanese soldiers would take with them into battle hmm. that American soldiers took for souvenirs. Right. Um, right. And now a lot of people want to return them to mm-hmm. their like rightful owner. How do people find out about it? Is this a national organization or is it just a local one? It's based in Astoria. Mm. And it is all everything is done out of Astoria. Hmm. But hmm. they have received items from all over the U.S. Hmm. and even different countries. Really? Yeah. I assume they have a website. They do. They do have a <laughs> right. website. Right. Okay. So I'll link that in the show notes because, you know, who knows that's listening that might have something that they yeah, that would, be they would want to do that mm-hmm. to connect with that too. Yeah. I think that would be a rewarding thing as well, just having that history, mm-hmm. you know, that connection to the history. and Yeah. Yeah. The work I do is mostly just to help Mm -hmm. um, with communications. Like I get mail, I send emails, um, sort things, (laughs) (laughs) but they do a lot of good work and it's a really good organization um, to support. So I am very lucky to be working for them. Yeah. It's a very rewarding job. Yeah. I would think it would be compared to a lot of other things I could be doing right right now. Exactly. Um, Yeah. 
And uh, you're a Spanish club member? I am. Yeah, how's your Spanish? Uh, <laughs> not amazing. Um, I took three years of Spanish at the high school, and I'm currently not enrolled in Spanish. Uh-huh. They didn't have a Spanish four class this year. Um, but yeah. I'm hoping to take a Spanish class at the college come winter term when I'm not in cross country. Uh-huh. But Spanish club is hopefully going to start in the next couple weeks. I'm the president of that as well. <laughs> um, I just talked to Mr. Parks, who's our club advisor today, yeah. about getting it going for the year. And Spanish club, I have been in since my freshman year. And freshman year, it was all in person. Super fun. Lots of and food. And then COVID happened. And then COVID. <laughs> and it was completely online. And membership went from like 40 to 10. And I stuck it out. And then at the end of my sophomore year, I was voted president. Mm-hmm. But I never did anything last year because yeah. a large part of Spanish club is food. Right. <laughs> um, we'd have it during lunch. We eat chips and salsa. Yeah. We play board games and learn about different Spanish-speaking countries and mm-hmm. cultures and holidays. We have yeah. like slideshow presentations. Um, but all that is with food. And so last year, we just didn't get the mass mandate off until May. Right, right. So it was so it wasn't, far too late. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this year, we are hopefully going to have it. All year. So I'm really excited about that. Yes. Yeah. Let's get the menus going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then do you have some Hispanic members as well? Or? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. then that's, yeah. Everyone's it it, welcome. <laughs> yeah. It makes it, it makes it a lot more fun. Um, I, yeah. I had a couple of years of Spanish in high school, which was a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I brushed up with Duolingo and yeah. went through all of that. I mean, that's it. I thought it was a great way to learn. And uh-huh. I know enough now that when I go to Guatemala, I can at least understand what they're saying because they speak slow Spanish mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can at least get my idea across to them, yeah. you know, with a few missing words. But yeah, it's nice to have another language, isn't it? Yeah, I did my best. I went to Panama this summer. Oh, yeah. And Costa Rica. Oh, tell me about that. Um, I went through Girl Scouts. Um, <laughs> I think everybody needs to be a Girl Scout. They just don't know what's they, yeah. <laughs> what they're missing. Um, I went through Girl Scouts, partnered with Outward Bound Costa Rica. Okay. The adventure school. Um, and we went to Costa Rica. And then I was under the impression that we were going to be in Costa Rica for the majority of the trip. Yeah. That was not true. Um, we left the next day to go to Panama. Oh. After we got there. Um, and we spent, I believe it was nine days on an indigenous island. Like, okay. Living on a dock. Oh. Um, with, you know, an indigenous community. Uh-huh. And we did different things to help them. We, like, cleaned up the ocean a little bit near their um, island. Like, okay. we, went, we went snorkeling and picked up trash. Snorkeling's the best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and... It was, the Spanish came in handy, definitely, because I wasn't really able to communicate with the adults because they talked really fast, but there were lots of kids around Uh and they would always come over and want to play with us. And, you know, they have a smaller vocabulary. Right. So I was able to talk to them and that was very rewarding. And that's what made me want to continue Spanish this year. Yeah. Because I had kind of made up my mind that I wasn't going to continue Spanish anymore. Uh, but now I'm looking to try and do it again. <laughs> but when you see there's a purpose for it, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. 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 That was, trip was amazing. <laughs> yes. Oh, gosh. So then you did something with turtles, too? I did. Yeah. So that was the second part of Panama. We were in Bocas del Toro province for nine days. Mm-hmm. And then we went to mainland Panama. And we were still in the very northeastern edge of the country. And we were at San San Ponsac Sea Turtle conservancy Mm. place Mm -hmm. um 
and we did, we were there for two days and we did different types of volunteer work helping sea turtles. Um, We moved a lot of sand um, (laughs) because they are in between the ocean and the river and it's a very, very skinny place. So when, you know, the storms come and stuff, they need protection from flooding on the riverside. Okay. Um, And then we also worked with sea turtles. And I released a baby sea turtle. Oh. I was there on my birthday um, on the trip, and I oh, released fine. the sea turtle on my birthday. So that oh. was kind of my favorite thing. Yeah. Um, about oh, that gosh, so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we did – that was where we got most of our, like, community service hours for that mm-hmm. trip because I think they said we got somewhere. I don't remember. It was between 12 and 15 Yeah. Um, during the two weeks we were there because we did night patrol oh. walks. Oh. And one night we walked for four hours on the beach – Looking for um, like mother sea turtles that were giving birth, so that we could collect the eggs and put them oh, okay. in the hatchery for protection. Oh, okay, um, okay, yeah. But they do a lot of good work. <laughs> wow, that was what an experience! Not everybody has that kind of experience. No, it was amazing. <laughs> and the weather was nice, decently. Ish. It was actually surprisingly rainy. Oh, really? A lot like here, especially when we were in mainland Panama mm-hmm. and Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cooler temperatures. What time of year was it? Um, it was June. It was, so June. It was their, yeah, so it was, their yeah. winter. Yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it was lots of rain. Um, the islands were beautiful though. That area was very sunny and we got, you know, scuba diving certified and that yeah. was very fun. <laughs> oh, so fun. Yeah. Oh, wow. All these little things that you've done, they're all going to add up to just who you are and, yeah. um, and where you'd be spurred off to trying different things too. Yeah. 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 Well, this is really fun. Thank you, Ella. I can't wait to see four years from now what you're doing and <laughs> Thank you. what are the things you've been in, involved with. I'm sure um, Astoria High is happy to have you there. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> the things that you've been involved with. So, well, thank you. It's All been right. a pleasure. Yeah, thank you. So I guess you don't have to be an adult to make an impact on your community. Hopefully this episode has given some courage to take a step towards a greater world. Have someone in mind that might enjoy listening to this episode? It's easy to share. Click the three dots for a drop-down menu, including a link to share or copy the link. I've got some more great episodes coming up, so be sure to tune in again next week. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.